Hello, I'm Victoria. And I'm Johnny. Welcome to Tasty Pages. A podcast for people who love cookbooks, food, and cooking. Each week, we'll discuss a featured cookbook from our popular Cooking the Books Instagram page. We'll also discuss the dishes that we made and rank the book in a variety of categories. Including food photography and styling, degree of difficulty, and of course, taste. The conversation is always unscripted, unedited, and uncensored. Spoiler alert, Victoria likes to swear. (laughs) All of this takes place in our living room in the heart of Minneapolis. Oh yeah, we also have a featured show topic with contributions from our listeners, and we end each episode with a lame food-related joke. Usually very lame. Hey now. (laughs) Join Join us for for Tasty Tasty Pages. This week's featured cookbook is... Nadia Bakes by Nadia Hussein. Hey, Johnny. Hey. Cheers, Victoria. (laughs) Cheers. Happy Sunday. Oh, yes. I made you a cocktail. Yes, you did. I'm I'm trying. Yeah. Can I ask a question? (laughs) If it has... (laughs) Okay, first of all, (laughs) why is it in a rocks glass? I don't know. It just seemed like the thing to do. But it's got champs in it. Yeah. So it should go in a flute. I'm not a professional bartender. So everything with champagne has to go in a flute? It just makes more sense. I didn't get the memo. Well, sure. Man. <laughs> but I appreciate it. It doesn't um, sound like it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a question. I was curious. So oh. tell everybody what, what is well, in this. Number one, I don't think we have. we only have like one clean champagne glass because we drank something similar last night. And so I think there's only one flute over there stemless Ow. flute so you know okay I, I grabbed what i could all right yeah oh so we're drinking uh it's some leftover like cranberries and syrup that we had mm-hmm. for a previous cocktail a little bit of vodka uh no the, the cranberries were uh from oh it was swedish yeah, it was, it was from, yes it was from a recipe that we that we did that will be uh that we just featured mm-hmm. malibu farm um, and then what else did I put in there? Some vodka, a little bit of champagne, and then this, uh, beverage that we found at Trader Joe's that's uh cranberry ginger. Mm-hmm. It's a sparkling cranberry yeah. ginger. Non-alcoholic, but we yep. use it as a mixer. And then I threw some rotten mint leaves. In there. <laughs> he, g- he gave me a mint leaf, and it was completely black. I'm I like, was, "What the fuck, man?" I was trying to clean out the fridge with uh, this cocktail, <laughs> and we had some mint that was uh, apparently going. I bad love in my there. wife so much. I'm gonna give her rotten, <laughs> rotten food stuffs. Thanks. I thought I pulled out the bad ones. <laughs> Obviously not. He's trying to poison me, everybody. Yep. Send help. Okay. <laughs> if you're okay, blink twice. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Tasty Pages, episode 54, a podcast from Cooking the Books. Uh, I'll get a few housekeeping things out of the way. If you visit our website, wecookbooks.com, there's a store tab there that will direct you to our Amazon.com affiliate page. And if you make a purchase from uh, anything on our list that we've curated there, uh, it won't cost you anything more. We'll get a few pennies in return. It's a great way that you can support the uh, the hard work we're doing here. Um, I added a few things to the fun food finds too, and maybe, maybe you can help me out with that later. And we'll we'll build up that list so that people have more to choose from. Sure thing. More ways to spend their their hard earned dollars. <laughs> uh, we want to talk about kind of what we're in the middle of working on. Uh, yeah. Well, we're. Hasn't changed. No, we're working on two books at the same time. 
Um, we're doing Cravings All Together by Chrissy Teigen. And no, I did not butcher her name. She said that's how it's actually pronounced. Yep. Um, and That Sounds So Good by Carla Lolly Music. Yeah, so we're kind of in the middle of both. I expect that we'll finish both uh, early in the week. Mm-hmm. We got our booster shots scheduled. Yes. So we'll, we're playing it by ear in case we <laughs> don't feel well after yeah. the booster shot. But uh, yeah. Um, let's talk about what we've been doing this weekend. Yeah, we had a busy weekend. We did. And it's been a beautiful weekend here in Minneapolis. Uh, It's kind of the last days of fall before I'm sure it's going to get really cold. It actually got, well, you know, like usually once it uh, starts hanging out, you know, if it gets to like the low 30s at night and like the low 40s during the day, uh, you know, Everyone is singing praises once it gets back up to the sixties. Yeah, so I mean, both days of the weekend, it was uh, Saturday and Sunday. It was in the sixties. That's and, Fahrenheit, people. Yes, because we're American. <laughs> we're stubborn Americans that haven't switched over to the universally adapted <laughs> measurement right? system. Um, um, oh, I, I didn't tell you. I was out walking walking our dog Olive and. Uh, there was some gentlemen out there grilling outside our building. <laughs> they just, oh, in the they, front area, they brought their own grill, and they but, weren't they weren't using that beat up shitty one that I doubt works. They okay. had their own charcoal grill, and they had like they had a whole spread there, hot dogs. I I, I walked by, and I was like, "You guys got the right idea." That is fucking Hoping awesome. Hoping I'd get an invite or oh. you know, a hot dog offered to me, but uh, they just said I had a nice shirt. <laughs> probably laugh behind my back. I do have a nice shirt. It's, it's it a is classic red and black lumberjack mm-hmm. with no hat to no match. hat to match. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Biggie. Um, yeah, it's it's flannel weather here. Yeah. yeah, well, not today really, but oh, I had my flannel on. Well, of course you did with my puffy hipster vest. It, it was it was like long sleeve shirt weather. Yeah. Um, Oh, so let's talk about brunch. We oh, had yeah. we had some friends over for brunch. We hosted our first official brunch mm-hmm. uh, here in Minneapolis. And uh, you want to talk about the menu? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I made a strata, um, which is kind of like a light lighter version of a. It's like a bread pudding, but it's not so like eggy and heavy. Yeah. Um, and this one had sun dried tomatoes. Uh, caramelized onions, some Havarti. And then we did a nice little uh, simple side salad. This was all perfect stuff because you could make it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So when they arrived, we're not frantically running around the kitchen trying to cook something or make stuff to order. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a little leftover uh, couscous salad from... Uh, that was from one of the Chrissy Teigen dishes that we made mm-hmm. uh, the day before. And so we put that out there. I had made bagels. He made bagels. Scratch using the Adina Sussman Sababa recipe. Those are some fat-ass bagels. They were some chubby-ass <laughs> bagels. I don't think they would have fit in the toaster. No, so we ended up toasting them underneath the broiler. And then uh, we what did we have on them? Uh, we had cream cheese, smoked salmon. We didn't get the thin locks. We prefer like the... Um, the filet that you can kind of flake off. Yeah. So we did that, some capers, some onions. I myself prefer cream cheese and jam. So that's what I had. Yeah. And it was lovely. Yep. We got to reconnect with some old friends, some old dear friends, and we had mimosas and uh, lots of coffee. It was lovely. Yeah. 
And then you're still free to enjoy the rest of your day mm-hmm. after a few hours. So. Yeah, because then we went on an art crawl. Yeah. Um, I'm a big I'm a big fan of uh, hosting a brunch instead of like having people over for dinner and drinks because then that just turns into like an all evening affair. Yeah, and people will you know usually for brunch people aren't gonna drink a ton and they've got shit to do during the day so they'll be like oh we'll stay for like an hour and a half and then bye bye. Yep. Um, Mm, what else? Uh, oh, can I say how awesome Minneapolis is? I mean, I, I you know, if if people out there, if you haven't visited, don't come now because it's getting cold. But yeah, right. Summertime, Minneapolis. I'm, we're 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 sitting on a hidden gem here. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and also, um, so a, a few episodes back, we were talking about how um, we wanted to order from this takeout place. Um, that we really love. We haven't been there for many, many years, and end up we ended up waiting there uh, for an hour, and they yeah. kept saying it'll Bad be ten, it'll be ten minutes, ten minutes. Um, and so Johnny was like, "No, I'm not going there." Again. I was stubbornly refusing to ever step foot in their doorway again, and then I knew how much it really meant to you that you wanted to get that because that was kind of like a favorite. Uh, takeout spot of ours back in the day 20 I was like years ago. fine I'll just go on my own yeah. and get my own takeout and then I kind of realized that I was being stubborn and being a baby oh and, wow Johnny and, being stubborn hey, what and the, the secret to a happy marriage is you know having that ability to admit when you're wrong and maybe like <laughs> do something that makes your partner happy and so I was like fine we'll do it one more time what's the worst that can happen we'll have like an awesome meal and I'll have to eat a little bit of humble pie. Yes. And worst case scenario is they treat us like garbage again. And then we'll both be on the same page that we're never ordering from them again. Correct. So fortunately, it all worked out and we had a decent meal. It wasn't as spicy as I thought it would be. We'll just order like the spiciest level. Yeah. Next so here's time. the thing. Like, I don't know, you know, what your experience has been, listeners, when you order, uh, you know, like Asian takeout, oftentimes you'll be given a choice of your preferred spice level. And I never know if it's actually going to be like really spicy or if they're going to be a little timid and and assume that it's going to be like mostly like... It's white people spicy. Exactly. And so we chose like the next highest level. Yeah, extra spicy. Yes. And they had extra, extra spicy. So I guess maybe next time we just have to do like extra, extra spicy. Yeah. And see how it works out. Because I didn't it. find it to be very spicy. It, you know, I thought a the little pleasant heat. I thought it. I thought the curry had a good level, good level of spice. The hot and spicy chicken could have been. I could have done with a little bit more heat. Yeah, but it was. I was so happy to eat it. I was so happy. I'm. I'm glad that makes me happy. Yeah. Um. Oh, we booked our uh, holiday cocktail party date. Save the date. Yes. Um, it's going to be an exclusive invite-only Velvet Rope soiree. Okay. Probably the most difficult invite to get in Minneapolis. <laughs> Reserved for the most A-list in Minneapolis high society. Oh, my God. Balmer, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I kidding? If, if you want an invite, just uh, DM us and Venmo us. Fifteen dollars, not probably. Uh, what, probably. Are you, what are you charging people for? You're a dick. 
it, it's it's a uh, it's a bargain at twice and do the we, price. And do we really want like people that we don't know? No, we don't. It, don't don't DM us. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be creepy. All right, but yeah, so we're gonna have a little holiday cocktail party to yeah. to celebrate our return to Minneapolis and reconnect with some some people we haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Coming and, up soon. Yes. And I've also been doing all the planning like every year. I had to, I didn't do it last year. I was not in the holiday spirit last year, but usually I'll make uh truffles and do cookies and um give them away to friends and neighbors and like our local firemen and whatever. Um so I Kind of started getting that nailed down. We know which palms to grease <laughs> to get to get stuff done. So, hey, yeah. what's what's for dinner? Most importantly, ooh, we're doing surf and turf night. Yep. So we're doing uh, surf for me because Victoria is allergic to shrimp, mm-hmm. and I like shrimp. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually going to do. Um, we're going to kind of tie this in with our cookbook project, and uh, I'm doing a recipe from the Chrissy Teigen book. It's uh, John, John Legend, uh, jerk shrimp and grilled pineapple salad. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna see how this how this works out. Okay. Yeah. Um, he seems like he knows how to jerk shrimp. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Lame joke. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then you're. (laughs) And then what kind of steak are you having? Uh, I have a ribeye. Yeah. So I'm pretty. It's pretty large. It is. You've I've, you've got it in the sous vide bath right now mm-hmm. as we speak. And what are, are we doing? Biscuits with it? Oh yeah, we're gonna make some biscuits with it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we recently found out that is it like Pillsbury has these little the, short. Uh, they're like half tins of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could make them ourselves, but we're just like, meh. We're just gonna get the, a, the tin biscuits. Yeah, yeah, so. But we wanted some biscuits with it, so we've got these things. I think they make like five biscuits, mm-hmm. and they're just perfect for two. You know, I was I was looking for the uh, cinnamon rolls, and they don't have like the smaller containers of, they don't. of those. <laughs> it's like you know, just a few cinnamon rolls. Well, the thing is, we make them every day for like Christmas morning. Yes, and I mean, we can't finish an entire pan of cinnamon rolls not unless i want my teeth to fall out of my head <laughs> although right. i guess we could bring some down to the security desk oh, they would yeah. like that if, if, if you're a security guard in our building yeah you get treated well absolutely uh they know that already the other day uh i brought down a couple plates of brownies and uh honey lemon madeleines yep so from a from a future cookbook feature that we're working on mm-hmm all right, should we dive into our show topic? Let's do it. This was a kind of fun, lighthearted one. So we, we put the word out to everyone and we said, replace one word in a band name with a food. And uh, we got some strange responses. Some people really didn't understand how the game worked. No, they did not. So <laughs> on that topic, uh, Amanda Kay, our friend Amanda, said uh, filet of fish, and fish being with PH, obviously. But... Fleetwood Mac and cheese. No. Maroon five alarm chili. <laughs> Amanda, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, but then she did. She, she had a whole list that she submitted, but she did have Allison grains. Okay. Better. All right. That's following instructions. Okay. The first three. F. Oh, you wah, failed the wah, class. Wah. 
Uh, what's the next one we got? Uh, Iggy Popsicle on the Stooges. <laughs> from our friend Melissa G. <laughs> That's a good one. I had to think about it. That a is a good I was one. Like, You're doing it right. Oh, no. I, I know. I that looked actually, at it too. I'm like, what? It, but it works. It's it's absolutely correct. Our friend Mike B said Beatloaf. B-E-E-T. Because if he said B-E-A-T, I'd worry <laughs> about him. <laughs> uh, Mark G said Yola Panko. That's, a, that's a really fucking good one. That's right. that's pretty clever. And our, our our buddy Gary V said uh bread zeppelin. Yes. Obvious choice. Yeah. Good one. Classic. Um Charlene J said fine young cantaloupes. Okay. That's a good one. Uh Duran Duran. I like that one. <laughs> that's one of my favorite. Our our friend Dean V said fish sticks. <laughs> no. No. You're doing it wrong, <laughs> Dean. <laughs> Uh, Jay is in the kitchen said uh, and, and, I, and I like this one because he changed it from a band that's named after a food and then changed it to another food so red hot chili dogs I love it uh, let's see uh, Sarah W. Carlson said macaroon five okay that's a good one or, uh, yeah I'll take that mm-hmm. and then uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorites at Kitchen Bookshelf said four non-blondes, and non is spelled N-A-A-N. <laughs> I like it. Um, mm, Megan Ann Iggins said radio bread. Ah, that's not a gluten-free response. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these weren't. No. Lots of bread references. I know. Ah. Uh, did you have any? I did. Okay. Uh, well, I, I went with a theme here. Uh, and I know I'm mispronouncing it, but just stick with me because this works for the joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flan Halen, Steely Flan, Flan Morrison. Hello. I mean, you can you still listening? you can pronounce it like Flan, and it still works. Okay, Flan Halen, Steely Flan. <laughs> I guess you could say like four non-flans. No. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah maybe. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then I, and then I went a different direction. Sushi and the Banshees. I think I said that one in the car the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. I think I thought of it. No. Oh, stealing my jokes. <laughs> what? That's okay. What did you have? Well, since you stole that <laughs> one from me, <laughs> um, I don't really have much. Uh, no Sprout. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Um, roasting Pumpkins. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, that's, it's good. It's good. But, you did, but roasting's not really a food. Oh, you're right. On a technicality. <laughs> judges? Judges Roasting say no. Roasting is a verb. Judges are saying no. It's a verb, yep. not a food. Try again. Oh, well, no. that's all I have. Okay. <laughs> I, that kind see, of ended with a whimper. Well, well, here's the thing. is like I would think of them while we were riding. Okay, we're riding in the car, and I'd think of one, and then I blurt it out. And then you forget it. And then I forget it. I no. should just like take a note on my phone. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know, I don't know if it was that important. <laughs> Let me get my phone out. Time and energy into. <laughs> All right. Well, that was, that was, that was a fun one. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to more serious talk <laughs> that this podcast is known for next week. All right. So let's jump into Nadia Bakes. This was the second uh, Nadia Hussein book that we've featured um, on Cooking the Books. The mm-hmm. first one being Time to Eat. Mm-hmm. Um, we enjoyed that one for its simple, flavorful recipes and exuberant narrative. Exuberant. You like that? Mm, I, had to pull out the, I had to pull out the dictionary for that one. You're flexing your vocab. Yep. Uh, but this is kind of her follow-up to that book. 
Um, after all, baking uh, is kind of in her wheelhouse since she was like the winner of Great British Baking Show. Um, pages are filled with 100 recipes of different cakes, tarts, pies, cookies, breads, buns, and more. And there's some savory recipes in there in uh-huh. addition to the sweet. Um, we worked on this over a period of weeks. Uh, each of us kind of choosing some recipes. So this was kind of a fun collaboration slash friendly competition, right? Not really. We weren't competing. We weren't competing. There was no prize. (laughs) (laughs) There was no winner being crowned. No. All right. It was just in my own head. Uh, Let's talk about what we made. You can give the overview and then we'll talk a little bit more detail. All right. So we did... Strawberry clotted cream shortcake cupcakes. And then we did blueberry shinny cake, uh, ginger almond florentines, uh, fennel and coconut breadsticks, and pepperoni pull apart. Yeah. I was having issues with the texture of the cupcake. Uh Uh-huh. And I kind of didn't realize that it was like based on like a shortcake. Okay. Because it seemed like a little bit more dense. Um, But... There were a few, like, kind of firsts I encountered with this This was bake. kind of a clever recipe, I thought. Yeah. The, well, the frosting was made from softened strawberry ice cream. So just regular ice cream? Yeah. Okay. Um, it, I, it was like the fat component. Um, I and felt so, it... Hmm? I'm sorry. Was that folded in? Because I didn't, like, watch you as you made this. So, like, was this kind of folded into other ingredients? Um, it, it, I believe it was, um, like, powdered sugar. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Um, the, the, the frosting itself, I felt, could have been firmer, more firm. Do these re- refrigerate it afterwards? Yes. Okay. Um, and, okay, so... One of the things that I've never done is the these cupcakes had like a little sandwich cookie in the middle. Um, at, the, at the base? At the ba- yeah, at yeah. the base. And then there was a strawberry in the middle. Um, so it's like this nice little surprise when you bite yes. into it. Yes. And it's funny because like I, I, I mean, I know that uh, Oreo makes like tons of different flavors, but I don't, we, we don't really like... We don't eat cookies. Yeah, we, we <laughs> so don't. We're snacking on cookies. Yeah, so I was pleasantly surprised that they had these like little thin cookies yep. because they don't have very much cream because I the cream filling disgusts me. Uh-huh. I always scrape How do it you off. Really feel? <laughs> so I use like a vanilla <laughs> thin wafer, uh, thin Oreo. Um, the The fat component of the cupcake is clotted cream, and if you can't... For those of you who don't know, clotted cream is what uh, is typically served at like British tea time. It goes on scones. It's delicious. Um, Anytime I'm mingling with British society, that's usually what they serve. (laughs) (laughs) Sure thing, Johnny. Uh Um, But yeah, I didn't love the texture of the cupcake. But now that you see it's based on a shortcake. Yeah, but I still, I don't, I didn't enjoy it. Okay. Uh, then again, this was the first bake that we did in our, in our stove, in our like new condo. So uh, there's a chance that maybe I baked it like a minute or two too long. Did you use the convection setting? No, okay. no, I did not use a convection setting. Um, 
I wonder yeah. how the uh, security staff in our building enjoyed them. I gave some to Noelle. And I she know lo- she loved them. Okay, so um, but Positive yeah, feedback. I thought I thought that the frosting was a little bit too soft, and the cake was a little bit spongy. Okay, but the flavor was very good. Yeah, for what it's worth, I really enjoyed them. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite fruit for baking? I really like peach. Okay, but peaches are kind of a pain in the ass because you have to peel them i was just curious and sometimes you get cling stone and those are a pain to get off yes if it's a free stone smooth sailing baby but all right yeah you want to talk blueberry shinny cake yes this was a fun one too yes well this is a this is something that's made for um it originates from bangladesh it's made for like celebrations typically it's made um using raisins uh this one had no raisins in it. It had a nice little surprise. This was made in a bundt cake, and you line... Like, like a bundt cake pan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I just say it was made in a bundt cake? Yeah. <laughs> like it was stuffed <laughs> neatly inside one. Surprise! The, the, the bundt cake was like... Uh, God, the cake pan was uh, like the bottom of it. You sprinkle some dried blueberries. Mm-hmm. Um so this is this was like a no bake bake, and um, what you do is toast some flour on the stove. And if you've ever made a roux, you'll know when it's toasted because it gets that delicious nutty smell, and it takes a little bit of time. Um, and then you T I M E. Yes. Okay. Uh, Just checking. And then it gets cardamom and cinnamon added to it. And then you add some butter uh, to that, uh, like till it gets all nice and melty, and the flour looks like sand. And then there's a sugar water mixture that you stir in, and then you just like press it into, you spoon it and press it into the bun pan. No bake cake. No bake. And it, if I can be honest, if I would have loved like the um blueberries mixed in but the the cardamom and the cinnamon was really lovely it was a really lovely well and i i made in my notes that it it had almost like a dense almost like a pound cake like texture really 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 buttery pound cake yeah Yeah, and yeah i enjoyed it i mean it was it was a really interesting texture and flavor i love the dried blueberries Mm -hmm. yeah but like i do wish there would have been more dried blueberries and it's the first time i've i've ever had it so yeah and it's uh intended to be served hot mm-hmm. um we we tried it both ways kind of at room temperature and heated up yep i think we both preferred heated up yes oh and it gets drizzled it got drizzled with a little bit of white chocolate which i'm not oh, hey, your favorite <laughs> yeah i'm not a fan <laughs> so um this is one that i really really enjoyed yeah well and it was just so interesting mm-hmm. like a, a clever take on on something that we had not had before Mm -hmm. so uh and then lastly you made these ginger and almond florentines yeah i have to say they were my favorite from the book i i figured they're they're super super easy it's butter corn syrup sugar those get heated until the sugar is dissolved then you add flour almonds candied ginger and orange zest which i really loved it gave it like this really nice little bit of brightness mm-hmm. um i felt like the candy ginger was excessive i cut it down a little bit 
Okay. Because you know how I feel about ginger. It had a pretty forward ginger profile. Yeah, I and and you had reduced it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, I I was I was happy with it. I thought it was good, but I can't imagine it being any additional that I think that would have pushed it a little too far. Yeah, I reduced it a little bit. Um, and let me say, she says that they need space to to spread out. They just need their space. They absolutely they do. <laughs> They just need some space. They just need some space, man. Give them some space. So they they will spread out quite a bit. Um, And then they just get dipped in uh, chocolate and white chocolate. And yeah. They were pretty gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Go to our Instagram feed and check out the photos. Yeah. They were were, were cute. And they they froze well because we were able to like put any excess ones in the freezer so Johnny not, was like don't give those to, don't give those away I know I want I so want selfish. all of selfish fat Johnny <laughs> hogging all the cookies oh my god uh, all right and then uh, the next two dishes I made mm-hmm. from the book uh, the first being fennel and coconut breadsticks mm-hmm. uh, you called them ugly I said they were rustic they were ugly <laughs> uh, this man cannot roll out a coil to save his damn life if someone was holding oh I can a... roll a coil it's just when you're not around wait what what <laughs> Bulmer, that didn't even make s- I know. sense <laughs> um, can I continue yeah <laughs> so the, the main reason I chose these is for the flavor combination because I just thought the, the fennel and coconut sounded interesting because they're kind of at the same time both sweet and savory and I know she mentions in the recipe head notes that you can kind of enjoy these like if you wanted to dip them in something you could dip them in both like savory or sweet uh, sauces mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of interesting um if I'm being honest, they were fine, freshly baked. They didn't keep well, I thought. I mean, we we froze some and I kind of went back to them and they just, they, they weren't the same. They got a little, uh, they weren't, the flavor wasn't there. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. Um, you the the ground fennel seeds are actually in the dough mm-hmm. of the breadsticks and then they get brushed with an egg wash and that's where you sprinkle on these um toasted coconut flakes with um we did a little smoked sea salt yeah on there smoked sea salt flakes and um they're good they don't no. serve these at olive garden well no they were they weren't. I didn't think they were good. the co- The coconut was bullshit. It fell off. Yeah. Um, the, it, there should. I think there should have been coconut in the dough because the like coconut flour maybe. No. Okay. No, because that would have like dried those fuckers out so bad. Okay. Just like <laughs> <laughs> all these things, I don't know. Coconut flour will suck every little bit of moisture out of something. Um, yeah, I just I didn't like the texture. I didn't. Nah. Wasn't a fan. No. Well. Yeah. Papa tried. <laughs> you did. I appreciate <laughs> and then, it. Uh, pepperoni pull apart. Mm-hmm. So this was, you know, a typical, you know, pull apart bread that, you know, a lot of people have probably enjoyed. Um, this one was okay. It's made in a loaf pan. Um, it's got a bit of sriracha in the tomato sauce that goes in there. So it's, it's got a little bit of a kick. Um I thought the basil leaves that went into it were a little weird because they ended up just getting like really charred 
and uh, like kind of soggy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, I thought the ingredient levels could have been uh, increased. Yeah. So more flavor throughout, and not just these little pockets of of uh, of you know pepperoni. And well, there should have been dried basil in the dough. Yes. Maybe I think that would have achieved the basil flavor a lot better. Yeah. And yeah, double. Typically with baking, I'd rather use dry ingredients than than uh, you know fresh herbs. Don't you think? Well, yeah, because. Fresh will add moisture to what you're making, right. and this had like fresh basil in mm-hmm. it. So, and I think the the amount of pepperoni and cheese should have been doubled. We used Tavardi, mm-hmm. uh, pirate's favorite cheese. Tavardi, yep. And um, uh, we did a little bit of like marinara on the side for dipping sauce. Yeah. Um, it was okay. Yeah, we did some tweaking. Yeah, it did. So, could have could have been the baker too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if you followed the recipe. Which I did. So, yeah, I think. Okay. Well, before we share our rankings, um, why don't we dive into the most critical Amazon reviews? So it should be noted, there are a total of 7,333 total reviews at the time of this recording that for is, this book. That is insane. That's what happens when you're a great British Baking show alumni. You're right. And, and insanely popular mm-hmm. throughout the world. Uh, average review is a 4.7 out of 5 stars. So, hmm. in general, people like this book. But of course, with that many reviews, you're going to have a few detractors. So, I, I pulled out a couple that I thought were uh, kind of humorous and worth sharing. So, uh, you want to read the first one? Sure. It's from Antoinette M. One out of five stars. Not the same recipes as her TV show. Very disappointed. Does she have a baking show? Or are they just referring to like the Netflix show where she cooks? Well, you know, I'm not sure because I know she had a TV show over there. And then it can't, I believe it can't, like Netflix picked it up. Okay. So. But it's not strictly a baking show. So I don't know why the recipes would be the same or why she would expect them to be the same. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Internet. Who knows? And then uh, this this next review is from B and P Mum, M U M, and she says one out of five stars. Disappointing. Not enough pictures. Recipes don't work and have clearly not been tested. Take a leaf out of Mary Berry books, Nadia, and test everything, please. I agree with other comments. This feels rushed, under researched, and poorly thought through. I'm sorry to have to say that. I love her and she's an inspiration, but unfortunately, this lets her down there you go this woman must have been british because she's very very polite in her in her critique <laughs> yeah well her, her her uh name that she provided was b and p oh, mum yep. so yes very yeah. british and she managed to like give a compliment at the same time like yep. she's an inspiration but so. i didn't like the book yeah yeah <laughs> uh well let's let's discuss our rankings okay. beginning with food photography and styling all right um, I gave it a four. The okay. photos were by Chris Terry. Yep. Um, He's got a very nice Instagram page. He photographs a lot of food and mm-hmm. whatnot. So. Um, this was like light in color, very airy feeling. 
And I noticed that they really did like recycle the same backgrounds again, like over and over, mm-hmm. which I kind of appreciate. Um, and not every recipe had photos. Correct. Um, which I kind of feel like for baking. People want to is, be able to see what yeah, the final product should look like. Yeah. I. Mm-hmm. Um, the styling was fairly simple Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a lot of overhead shots but then there were head-on shots there were a lot of action shots of her in the kitchen or like her eating something or you know like pouring something Mm -hmm. over um so yeah i mean it's she's which i completely understand you know she's like a tv celebrity so of course they're gonna get a lot of photos of her in there yes so yep uh, okay. How about you? I also gave it a four. Uh, light neutral colors for the palette. Uh, as you mentioned, not every recipe has a photos. There's lots of series photos showing Nadia in the process of making the dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, many photos show the dish as it would be served, whether it would be like an individual slice on a plate or the completed dish with a slice or piece missing mm-hmm. from it. So, that, you know, just as it had been served or something. Uh, lots of photos of Nadia. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she's a very engaging personality with a magnetic presence. So why not? People love her. Uh, she's also got a great sense of style. So go nuts. Okay. Um, but because all photos uh, do not show the completed dish you are not going to be thinking to yourself as you're paging through this book like oh this looks so good because there's a lot of kind of in process Mm -hmm. uh, photos Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah I mean I liked the final completed food photos fine but they didn't blow me away okay yeah all right. Let's talk design and layout. What'd you give it? I gave it a three. Okay. Um, of all the categories that we rank the books on, I, I do feel like this is where it really fell short for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels a bit inconsistent and disjointed. Um, one of the critical reviews that we read mentioned that it felt kind of rushed, and I have to kind of agree with that as mm-hmm. far as the design and layout are concerned. Um, aside from a brief essay introduction which to me felt like kind of a throwaway blog post there really isn't any extra material aside from the recipes Mm -hmm. in the book um the recipe serving amounts are really all over the place so well i know that my my um cupcakes did not make as many as as the serving size okay. said so Good to know mm-hmm. i mean and it was just even in the same category you know like cakes and bars you'd have some that had a serving size of eight and some that had a serving size of 12 mm-hmm. um one example to my original point about it being kind of inconsistent and disjointed is there's a mango coconut yogurt cake recipe that begins on page 122 and goes through page 125 so there's four pages the recipe begins on 122. It's interrupted by a full-page photo, no border, of Nadia pouring a glaze atop the cake, so kind of like finishing it off. The recipe continues on page 124 on the next page, and then there's this full-page photo that has a border of the finished cake on 125. 
So like there's this photo that kind of interrupts the recipe and there's several recipes in the book that are that kind of follow that format. And it just feels a little weird to me. Yeah. That you know, number one, do you really need two photos for this recipe when there's other recipes within the book that don't have any? Mm-hmm. Um well, and if you've got your hands and stuff, like, are you, like, you're going to be having to turn pages and stuff. And, like, yes. So there you go. Have fun getting your book dirty. Yeah. Um, so that was something I noticed that really kind of bothered me. Um, seemingly at some, at, at random, some of the recipes would have these pink hued pages instead of the normal white pages that are featured mostly throughout the book. And I couldn't determine any reason or order to them no um you're showing me the the chapters at the beginning of the book and they kind of alternate white and pink but if you page through that book there's just these random recipes none of them include photos and they'll be on pink hued pages oh, yeah. instead I of see white. what you're talking about and i even paged back to the beginning the introduction just to see like if there was any rhyme or reason to it like maybe it was like oh these ones in pink are my favorite recipes from the book or something like that or they're easy or whatever the case might be and there's no explanation for it well and the thing is her intro the intro that she writes for her recipes is in pink head notes yeah head yeah <laughs> <laughs> in uh, in uh, book publishing lingo, <laughs> the head notes gotta, gotta are sound like we know what we're talking right? about. Here. The head notes are uh, written in a pink, in like a darker pink, right. uh, so it, it is a little bit hard to see. Yeah, and I, I just, I mean, if anyone has any insight into that, I'd love to know because I I noticed it, and then I was trying to kind of figure out if there was a pattern or something, and and it just it seems completely random. Yeah, but uh, only only consistent uh thing that i could say is that the the pink hued pages don't have photos on them so it's it's recipes without photos but it's not to say that there's not some regular white pages that also do not have photos so there's it's a weird design choice and i don't know why it was made okay so uh those are my thoughts and and that's why i gave it a three i just it design wise and and I I guess maybe if I can give a little uh, little uh, spoiler alert to an upcoming episode, the Malibu Farm, that was probably one of my favorite designed books uh-huh. that we featured Agree. for reasons that we will discuss. And this one just there wasn't really that kind of level of consideration given to it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what did you have? I gave it a 3.5, but I'm kind of hedging towards a 3. Okay. okay. Number one, baking books, please include weights. Include weights rather than a cup, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I just, feel like most do that now. But, this one um, does not. Yeah. Um, it just makes for a more accurate bake. Um, every recipe like had a box saying like the yield time, the prep time, the cook time. And then here's another like inconsistent thing. Like some of them said best kept or then like other ones would say best eaten. Like, right. They were trying to give you advice on like if these might, you know, freeze well or be able to be served later on or made ahead of time. Maybe. Maybe. But it wasn't consistent. Exactly. Yeah. 
like pretty, I noticed that too. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was uh, broken up into uh, like cakes and mini cakes and one pan bakes, tarts and pies. There's no bakes, um, desserts, celebration bakes, uh, breads and buns, cookies and bites, and then there were also savory bakes. Yeah. So even even the chapter, the way they the way the chapters were divided is seems a little mm-hmm. kind of like all over the place. Yeah. Well, and like there's no common like, thread. The, like the shinny cake is is like a celebration. You know, it's like a celebration dish. But so. it's also a no-bake. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Should we talk degree of difficulty? Yes. Uh, what'd you have? I gave it a three. Okay. Um, the order of some of her stuff didn't make sense. Like for the um, for the cupcakes, making the frosting first. Why don't you make the frosting while the cupcakes are cool or like baking and then cooling? Right, because you would have that time. Yeah, available. it's a better use of time. Yeah, um, and would probably ultimately cut down on the total time required for the recipe. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah I just didn't feel like the directions were super duper clear. Um, and that might just be alluding to what others, mm-hmm. you know, said in their critique, where it just didn't seem like these were fully formed and and tested. Yeah. Um, and maybe it was rushed. Um, yeah, the, I don't. I like. Uh, f- I wouldn't give this to an office baker and be like, "Have at it." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I gave it a three. How okay. about you? Uh, same. Okay. Um. As far as baking books go, um, this is likely one of the easier ones for beginners to execute but I, I don't know maybe I'm beginning to reconsider that now just based on what you mentioned I think more advanced bakers would definitely not find much inspiration or challenges from agree. these recipes agree um, and if, if, if it's I mean I guess we didn't really encounter any like egregious errors with Mm-mm. the stuff I mean there were things that we liked and didn't like yeah but um, if there are errors within the book and, and with the recipes, that would probably be very frustrating for a beginner baker. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I would kind of question like who this book is really targeted to, because if it's for beginner bakers, I think it needs to be a little more thoroughly fleshed out and 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 make sure those recipes are really solid. Um, and if it's for more advanced bakers, they're probably not going to feel very challenged or inspired by these. So, okay. um, yeah, I think, I guess that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, taste. Um, same thing. I mean, I feel like this whole book, it was just kind of like our, our dogs having an asthma attack over there. (laughs) Is she okay over there? Just a little reverse sneezing. Yeah. (laughs) Emphysema dog. Man. (laughs) Uh, I feel like this whole book was just kind of like middle of the road. And I and for taste, I also gave it a three. Mm-hmm. There were things that I enjoyed. There were things that I thought were just kind of meh. Yeah. Um, it was like the the equivalent of a shoulder shrug. Like That's exactly how I felt too. I yeah. mean, I like pretty much dislike those uh, breadsticks. Yeah, I thought those were like complete bullshit. Um, I didn't like the texture of the cupcakes. Yeah. Then again, that could have been my fault. 
Well, um, as we discussed, the pepperoni pull apart, I think the ingredient amount should have been increased. Yeah. yeah. Um, the blueberry shinny cake, though, was aces. Yeah. Uh, like that one I really loved. And I love those uh, those cookies you made. Oh, the Florentines? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I gave it a three. All right. All right. Well, um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review our Instagram is at we underscore cook underscore books and our Facebook is at we cook books. All right. Before we go chomp some surf and turf, mm-hmm. most importantly, I've got a I've got a good joke for you and it's baking related. Okay. And it, it's marriage related too. So oh. this, this kind of ties into our whole conversation. Ooh, now I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Can I just say? Yes. I feel like I've been like mean to you this episode. Oh, no. Not at and all. And if I have been, I'm... Really no, sorry. It's all good. No, we're we're good. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, I, look at me out of the dark I, cloud. I appreciate you. You're the best. I love you. I appreciate you. From across this long coffee table, you're the best. <laughs> you're the best. Cheers. Um, okay, so uh, good old Tom. I, I love how they just come up with these names for, <laughs> for jokes for these scenarios. So Tom is laying in bed on his on his deathbed. Well, his wife is baking a cake in the kitchen. I don't know why she's doing this. Right? But she's baking a Priorities, cake in the lady. Yep. And he says, Oh, please, could you give me a slice of that cake? And she says, No, that's for after the funeral. Oh. Yeah. See, her priorities were in check because she was uh, yeah, baking a cake for Tom's funeral. Yes. Uh, that was, <laughs> was very dumb, funny. Wasn't it? I think we're in agreement that that was dumb. <laughs> I, I chose it strictly because it was like baking related and I thought it would be funny. <laughs> you know what baking a cake and baseball have in common? Oh, Jesus. The bun- bunts? It, it's all about the batter. Right? Oh! That's a cute one. <laughs> I redeemed myself. Success. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right, be safe, guys. Wear a mask. Stay hungry. <laughs>